You're listening to the Sportsman's Empire Podcast Network brought to you by Full Sneak Gear. Check out their entire lineup at fullsneakgear.com. Also be sure to check out our entire stable of podcasts at sportsmansempire.com. New from Moultrie Mobile, the Feed Hub offers first-of-its-kind cellular connection and control for nearly any spin cast feeder on the market. When used with the Moultrie Mobile app, you can monitor feed and battery levels, run feeders on demand, receive alerts when feeders are clogged, and remotely adjust feeding times. The Feed Hub is ideal for anyone who maintains feeders. Remove the guesswork and save time by planning feeder maintenance before you drive to your hunting property. For more information, visit MoultrieMobile.com. You're listening to the Sportsman's Nation Podcast Network brought to you by HuntStand. HuntStand is the number one hunting app in the country, and at only $29.99, HuntStand offers a ton of functionality for hunters all over the country. Whether you own your own property or strictly hunt public, you can choose from over a dozen base maps, view property ownership information, 3D mapping, local weather, log your sightings and harvest, as well as use their trail cam management software, and print maps from your hunt areas. Download it today at the Apple App Store or Google Play. Hunt Stand. Upgrade your arsenal. So, I was recently put in Facebook jail for writing a comment about wanting to, quote, kill a frick ton of does this fall. It's no secret that big tech companies have been slowly encroaching on our outdoor lifestyle, and that's why I'm thankful for companies like Go Wild. Go Wild is like any other social media app, except that it's geared towards outdoors men and women. You're able to share your stories and pictures from the field, log your trophies, and engage with other hunters, all without fear of being censored by Big Brother. We recently teamed up with Go Wild to create an easy place where you can see and even purchase all of the gear that you see me use on the Southern Ground Hunting Channel. All you have to do is go download the app to your smartphone and search Parker McDonald to see my gear page. You can also find other gear for purchase in the store from brands like Garmin, Vortex Optics, Rocky Boots, and thousands more. Now here's the best part. If you use the code Southern Ground, all lowercase, all one word, you can save 10% on anything in the Go Wild store. Again, that's Southern Ground, all lowercase, all one word, and that'll save you 10%. I think that's pretty cool. So check out the show notes of this episode for the download link to join hundreds of thousands of other hunters like us on Go Wild. Southern Ground Hunting Podcast is brought to you by Spartan Forge. It's forged in combat and tailored for hunters. Spartan Forge stands at the nexus of machine learning and whitetail deer hunting to deliver truly intuitive and science-based products that save the hunter time spent scouting, planning, and executing their hunts. You can start your free 14-day trial today by visiting SpartanForge.ai and you can use the code SOUTHERNGROUND, that's all lowercase, all one word, SOUTHERNGROUND at checkout, and that'll get you 25% off of your purchase. You're wanting to know more about saddle hunting? Well, check out TetheredNation.com for all your saddle hunting needs. Tethered is for saddle hunters, by saddle hunters, and they're redefining ultralight hunting. If you'd like to support the Southern Ground Hunting Podcast, you can visit patreon.com forward slash southern ground hunting, or you can click on the link in the show notes of this podcast episode. We offer two different tiers for our patrons that offer a solid list of benefits. We'd love for you to join the Southern Ground Hunting community today. 
Again, that's patreon.com forward slash southern ground hunting. And now, let's get to the show. All right, today we've got a special guest from Pennsylvania. Now, Pennsylvania is not southern. It's actually very, very much northern. Um, so we're going to rename the podcast Northern Ground for today and uh, and talk to my buddy Lane Hausner from uh, from Pennsylvania. Lane, what's going on up there in Pennsylvania? <laughs> what's up, buddy? How you doing? Man, I'm doing well. I appreciate you bailing me out today. So um, for the guys listening, I... I had a, uh, some guests that we're going to have on next week. We had to reschedule. Uh, they said something about it being November and they're tired and they're wore out from dragging all these deer and hiking all over the world and all this stuff. So, uh, so I reached out to on the Spartan Forge our our little group text for all the the pro staff guys or whatever, and uh, you took the bait and said, "Hey, I'll come on." And I really yeah, appreciate man. that. Yeah, buddy, no worries. Yeah, I just got out of the woods and mountains and uh, wasn't too eventful today, but I saw that and I was like, eh, well, I'll talk to Parker tonight. <laughs> Not too yeah. bad. <laughs> yeah. There's worse things you could be doing, I guess. Yep. Yeah, and 100%. It, I mean, right now it gets dark so dang early. By the time you get out of the woods, you still got the whole evening. Dude, I don't you even know? know what to do with myself now. It's weird. You it, know what I mean? Like, It is weird. I hate it, actually. I know, man. I hate it though. I hate it. And I, you can't, you got to basically be in the, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love, you know, I love sitting all day and stuff. I love being out in the woods, but like, you know, you can't take, you can't come in and take like little naps or, you know, like it's basically just grind season right now, you know, Uh Yep. but yeah, I mean, if you want to hunt morning and evening right now, like, yeah, I I just feel stupid if I get out of the tree before 11. Like, yeah, exactly, dude. It doesn't even make any sense. It doesn't no. even make it like honestly. My camera is like I, a bunch of my spots. I can kind of slip in late because I mean, right now it's all like basically midday movement is what my cameras are telling me. Yeah. Like everywhere, basically. Like, do you think that has to do with the wind? I mean, the wind, the moon. Yeah, I, I do a little bit. I mean, it's like a full moon right now, so I I do. Yeah. It's bright. I I went out this morning and the moon was like just. I, I didn't even hardly need a headlamp on the water. It was using my yep. boat, and I was like, just just going on the water. Didn't even need my headlamp. And then the moon hit like this. I don't know if it, it maybe it did the same thing for you when it just was starting to go down over the horizon, right right close to mm-hmm. sun up. It turned like orange, like yeah. like a blood red. It was awesome. It went from yeah. being like bright, you know, the white, yellow, whatever. And when it was mm-hmm. going down, it was just like this deep, deep orange. Um, yeah. But, <laughs> I mean, m- full moon or not, I just, I didn't see a single deer today. Not a freaking thing. <laughs> I, I, I didn't either, so I well, guess we suck together, man. But yeah. hey, it's like, when you're hunting these, at least for up here, like it's all, well, right now I'm in the mountains, so it's all kind of, I consider it like big woods on the you know how it is hunting big woods. Like, it's hard, sure. you know, and it's like you'll see some deer, and then other days you won't see any deer, and then, yeah. But today I was hunting a, I was hunting a saddle on the downwind side of it, so I thought for sure they were going to be kind of cruising. There was a creek down below me. I thought, it meant it's just set up perfect on the map, but no, I didn't see anything. So. Was, did you go so, in blind to that spot? Like, was yeah, it the first yeah. time in? Yeah, yeah, I went in totally blind. 
but so, wasn't bad. I mean, a lot of these spots, like the northern side of it, has uh, like a lot of it has mountain wall and stuff. So as long as you're like not on really the northern side or like you know kind of pick your spots good based on that, like for the most part, you don't run into that mountain wall stuff. So in the mountain laurel, I know it can get real thick and kind of hard to navigate through. Do you find that the deer use it a lot up there? Yeah, I do. They, I mean, there's like, if you know, like there's trails and stuff, and some of these spots, like there's trails that go right through it. And I mean, obviously that's where the deer are going. Cause I mean, if you don't, if you don't go on those trails or like those little cutaways that like the deer basically use, or like, I don't even know if they're people trails or they're like deer trails or whatever there is. Like if you don't go on them, dude, it's a nightmare. I mean, it, it, yeah. is, it, it takes you like, you know, 30 minutes, an hour to get 300 yards. You know what I mean? Yeah versus just going and you know, the other day I was up in one and I, it's so cool it's like little like caves kind of that just shoot through this stuff like it, it's pretty yeah. nuts how it all like works out but yeah it's it's cool man the mountain world stuff's like different like it's it's hard but there's definitely big deer that use it yeah and we have some up here you, you start getting into the we're we're basically like the foothills of the Appalachian mountain range and so yeah. it's not like super super high elevation but it's it's pretty steep, and there there's some mountain laurel and stuff in some parts yeah. of uh, of where I'm at. But like what you're kind of describing reminds me of uh, Texas. You get in some of these real thick, uh, like like these like brush thickets that, especially mm-hmm. when there's hogs, and yeah. it'll be so thick and you can't really do anything. And then when you get down on your hands and knees, and and look at it from that perspective, you can see their little tunnels going yeah. through there. Um, yeah. It's pretty cool. I mean, and, and I, I'm I'm a lot like you in that I, I like to find that, that real thick stuff that I can hunt. And a lot of yeah. times, you know, a, a lot of times, like even like right now I'm carrying a rifle around, or I have been for the past two days. Uh, yeah. Our rifle season opened up last Saturday, I think. Oh, did it? I got you. Yeah, and and honestly, like, so today I hunted the same tree that I would hunt this area if I were using a bow. And most of the time, the areas I'm hunting are so thick that it really doesn't matter if I've got a bow or rifle. I'm kind of setting up the exact same way. Um, yeah. And getting pretty close to the same type distant shots that I would get, uh, you know, 30 yards, 40 yards maybe. Um, yeah. There's a couple spots where I'll I'll set up a little bit different. Whether I've got a rifle, but for the most part, I mean, I, I love finding those really, really thick areas. The deer really have to come into close range, and you have to yep. set up on that on those right spots. You know, like yep. clear cut, hard transition lines and stuff like that. Yep. So, um, yep. so you you've been getting after it this season, and it seems like. For anybody who doesn't know who you are, you you uh, you do the, the in the presence outdoors with uh, a group of your buddies, and yep. uh, that's an, on YouTube channel. Uh, I'm sorry, it's on YouTube, and yep. just a really really good. I was talking to Bill about you um, oh, yeah. the other day. Yeah, I, I guess it was when I was in North Dakota, so it was in September. But yeah. we were talking about you and how consistent you are and your whole group of guys. I mean, y'all are just like, in my opinion, like some some of the most underrated and probably just because you haven't been around for a really long time um, putting stuff on YouTube. But 
Yeah. Man, for the amount of stuff that y'all are killing and like quality animals, public land, seek a deer or psych a deer, however you say it. Um, <laughs> seek a deer, yeah. Killing seek a deer up there and, and then big white tails, you know, public land deer, Pennsylvania yeah. and Ohio. Man, y'all are really crushing it. Y'all are doing a great yeah. job. Oh, I appreciate that, man. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, dude, we got, I mean, like everyone here is like that, you know, is on it. It's, pretty good killer honestly like i meant that's kind of yeah i mean <laughs> we all basically like i'm not trying to you know sound cocky or anything i'm trying to you know but like we got a good like kind of group of guys like i mean jason dude he's an absolute killer you know we got crazy dude he kills big deer every single year tim smacks deer i mean we all we, we hunt a bunch though too you know what i mean sure. i mean it's not like it's not like we're going in the woods once or twice a week. Like, nah, man. I mean, like, this is our lives. You know what I mean? We're in here, like, probably three, four days a week, yeah. if not even more. Like, yeah. so, yeah, I mean, we're grinding, but we're killing stuff, too. But, yeah, I mean, like, like you know, some days are really successful and other days aren't. Like, yeah. you know, I missed, a, I missed a big buck in PA this year. I mean, that would have been my biggest PA buck and just stuff like that. You know, I mean, that video is about to be out, too. But, yeah, we, yeah, we just try to show everything, like, exactly how it is and, how it happened for us so yeah and people we were talking about this earlier people kind of like i, I notice when people like like do like facebook questions like what kind of videos do you like to watch on youtube or whatever and people say man i like to i like people that show the raw emotion i want i want real stuff i don't want this tv you know sitting in a manicured over a manicured f- food plot behind yeah. a high fence or whatever like i want to watch the real stuff but then you post the real stuff where you accidentally put a bad shot on a deer or mm-hmm. your arrow clips a branch or you you know make a decision that wasn't your smartest decision and those same people are the first ones to be like you're the worst hunter on youtube and you don't need you don't have any oh, right to man, be in the I woods know. you know oh i know i know people get written especially the Sika stuff dude the Sika <laughs> stuff like it is such a tight lip little community. Like people hate us because we post about the Sika stuff, man. Like there's this one dude, he comments on every single one of our Sika videos, just like bashing us, dude. Like it don't matter if we kill a big stag or anything, dude. Like we are just doing something wrong. You know what I mean? It's, it's kind of crazy. Like just because he doesn't lot... want the secret out. Yeah. Just because he doesn't want, he's a local and he just doesn't want like people to know about it basically. Oh, but yeah, I mean, this like, is going to be a yeah. bad year for him because a lot of people I know went. Up oh, there. I know. Like you got Seek One, you got Heather, you got people way, you know what I mean, like <laughs> yeah. way bigger than what we even are. You know what I mean? That went and like killed them. And I mean, did you see Seek One's episode, dude? It was sick. Just their graphics and everything. Like, oh yeah, their video quality job. is just awesome, man. But yeah, I mean, like, and the then Jared and goes and kills like a dang world record. Dude, that thing was <laughs> a stud, deer. man. That thing was a that video was sweet too. Yeah, dude, dude Jared's a killer, man. Yeah, that Jared's dude awesome. Kills good animals every single year. Yeah, and but, he kills a freaking lot of them. Yeah, um, I know, dude. He, Didn't he just kill like two bucks? He killed one in Indiana and one in Ohio, I believe. Right? Yeah, one in Indiana, one in Ohio, and then he killed like a four hundred fifty pound bobcat. Like, he just, oh yeah, I saw that too. He just killed a huge that, bobcat. Dude. That was huge, man. It's like, go big or go home. He couldn't have just killed an average-sized bobcat. He couldn't have just killed an average-sized Sika deer. He had to go off and kill dang record book Sika deer. Yeah, that uh, thing was massive. So somebody told me, I, I guess it was him that told me, um, that the guys that he was hunting with, 
had said that 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 deer, that Sika deer that he killed was basically like the equivalent of shooting like a 200-inch whitetail. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. That's yeah. nuts to me. And it was his first one ever. Yeah. His first time to ever do it. That's crazy, dude. Like, you don't even know how many hunts it took till I even saw my first Sika deer. You know what I mean? Like, Really? It, yeah. Oh, man. Like, it... Everyone thinks, like, watching the videos and stuff, that you'll just come up here and it's just, like, like rats are around the marsh. No, man, it's not like that at all. You know what I mean? Like, there, the frag is so tall in some of these spots. Even the needle grass and stuff. I mean, it's so tall. you got to be on the lookout 24-7. I mean, like, you'll hear a deer way before you'll see them, you know? Like, and a lot of times, like, you'll miss deer, you know, if you're not paying attention or even, like, you know, a hundred yards away, you'll just see a little head. You, if you're not looking, you ain't seeing that. You know what I mean? So yeah. like a lot of times you're sitting there and I mean, you get skunk, like you don't see anything, but you'll hear them, you'll hear them around you. Like, but you just never lay eyes on them. You know, it's, it's tough. And like that secret deer I killed was like a good stag for public land. And yeah, I mean, like it was, I don't even know how many sits it took before that one, you know? And I mean, I, I don't know if you watched the video or not, but like there yeah. was a big spike that came in, dude, I, heck, I was going to crank that thing. You know what I mean? I mean, I shot sure. at it, <laughs> but it's just like, you know, seek a deer, like you just don't see a lot of them. So like when you do, it's like, it's special, you know what I mean? Like, do you hear them bugle a lot? Like, is that a pretty normal oh, yeah. thing? Oh yeah. It's crazy. It's, it's kind of eerie. It's like not, you don't hear it too much towards the beginning of season because beginning of season it opens, I believe Maryland opens like September 10th or September, early September, one of the first weeks of September. They're usually rut starts like kind of when our lull starts for whitetail, like usually that second week, third week of October, even first week, October, it starts getting like good. And that's when you'll really hear them start bugling start moaning, start growling. I mean, it's, it's crazy, man. Like, me and Jay, the day after I killed my sneak deer, me and Jason went back in and we were trying to kill him, like get him one. And I was filming him. Man, you should have heard the stuff we heard, man. It was like, it's eerie out there. You know, really? like they just sound, oh yeah, they sound wicked. Like it's just a little deer, but man, they sound like ferocious, you know. Do we need but, a, a, a sneak deer episode would be awesome. I'd love to go up there and hunt them someday. Yeah, man. Um, come on up, man. You're invited. That would be. I'll get you on one. To me, that would be like, like I, people are going to crucify me for it, but I don't really have a whole lot of desire to go out west and elk hunt. Like, really, it just doesn't really like. I don't know. I think yeah. part of it's just the worry that I'll like it so much that I won't want to do anything else. Yeah, and it's so far away. Like that's a huge investment for a guy from Alabama. Uh, yeah, an investment of time. And like in learning a new skill, I mean, it's something totally new. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, I just, I like deer, <laughs> you know, like, Oh, I know how it is. Trust I, me. I, I was an elk, I was an elk guy, dude. So like, I know all about it. Right after high school, I went out west. I got a job in Dubois, Wyoming. And I was just basically a packer for like probably the first like month. And then he started like taking me out and I meant, yeah, it was fun and all. But I went back home, I mean, started hunting whitetails again, and then in the summer I went back out and, like, kind of did, like, the fly fishing trips, and we were taking, like, high pointers up to, like, Canic Peak there, which is, like, the highest peak in Wyoming. So, like, I was doing all that, and, like, during the summer, I just, like, I didn't really get burned out by it, but, like, I'm not a big horse and, like, mule guy, honestly. Like, I'm not going to lie to you. So, like, it was annoying. Like, you know, every single morning you have to go and saddle these things up and, like, you know, pack it, everything, and, like, 
dude, I was making when it broke, when it like all broke down, I was making $33 a day. And I mean, I was living like a coyote, you know, I was like up in the hills for just weeks <laughs> on end, not showering, like, you know, just like basically just like living like a cowboy. And like, honestly, like I just kind of got like a little ticked at it and me and him kind of got in a fight in the mountains and, you know, I quit, went back home and just kind of did like worked around home. And then my buddy, my buddy from back here, he owns an outfit in uh, Montana. So he hit me up and was like, Hey man, you want to try it again? And it's like a four by four outfit. So I was like, yeah, sure. So I went out there for spring bear and I loved it. I did like the fall out there. And I mean, dude, it was great. Like I was guiding people. I think I was like for four weeks, I think I was like 50% success rate, which I meant it's pretty good. Like I meant, I, you know, I'm no hundred percent, but Hey man, like first time really hunting out by myself and I went 50%. I was, I was pretty happy with that. But like, dude, I went back home. I started hunting whitetail again. And man, I'm like, I love the whitetail thing, man. Like, I'm a diehard whitetailer. Like, don't get me wrong. Elk's awesome and, like, the rut when you hear him bugling and stuff. But rifle season is brutal, man. Like, it, for me, it wasn't super fun in rifle season. I'd rather just, like, hunt them with archery and hunt them how I want to hunt and just be done and go hunt where else I want to hunt. You know what I mean? So that's, sure. That's kind of why that's kind of why I gave up the guiding thing. But, I mean, yeah, it was a cool experience. And elk hunting is awesome. I mean, like, like I said, archery elk hunting, you cannot beat it at all. Rifle, you just got to pray for snow, <laughs> really is it just because what, they don't yeah. they don't like they're not up and moving as much or like... they're just like at least the leases that he had because it was all like kind of like there i think for bear he had some public that we were allowed to hunt but for all elk like it's basically all just private that you're hunting so like they're not really up on the private pieces like up in the mountains too much when the snow comes when the snow comes it just pushes them down low all the alfalfa fields and i mean dude it's just like a, a massacre you know what i mean like yeah. everyone in camp tags out basically because all the elk are down low you know huh so See, yeah that sounds kinda fun to me like uh like that that type of elk hunting i don't know there's something about like the western thing like so yeah. i went out to nebraska and hunted turkeys like in the western part of nebraska and oh, that's, cool. that, that's pretty much that's i guess that'd be kind of the most western type hunting yeah. that i've done i like I don't know. It just, I love deer hunting. And so it, I know, man. it I know. makes me not, and in September, like you got all these early openers, you can hunt Kentucky, you can hunt I know, North Dakota, I know. Velvet, you know, yeah. and do the velvet hunts. And then like saying that I want to give that up to go and hunt elk and probably not kill one on public land. Like yeah. statistically, yeah. I won't kill one, you know? Yeah. A lot of people love it. I mean, everybody I know who's who's gone says yep. they they wish they could go back every year. And yep. just and maybe that's maybe that's the worry for me is I just feel like I would. It's just maybe not in my best interest for my family and me if I go. <laughs> just just stick to yeah. whitetails, you know. But seek a deer. For some reason, I feel differently about them than I do yep. elk. I, I feel like seek a deer. You go up, go up to Maryland, do seek a deer hunt. You're not, you know, and and maybe I'm wrong. It seems like it would be not the elevation and. Yeah, it's, it's totally flat, man. I mean, you're right against the coast. The only thing you really got to worry about is like, you know, basically tidal flooding or whatever, or tidal flooding. That's really all you got to worry yeah. about. But like, even that's not, that's not that big a deal, you know? Sure. But, and then you just got to worry about, <laughs> 
there's a bunch of other stuff you got to worry about. Like, obviously, like, you just getting eaten alive the second you even step out of your truck with just skeeters. I mean, like, it's crazy. Really? But, oh, yeah, I mean, like, it's it's nonstop. If you don't have permethrin or you don't have a, if you don't have a thermocell, like, you are getting eaten alive, especially if there's no breeze. The second there's a breeze, you're you're pretty much good. But, like, if you're still, like, walking in the marsh, like, dude, they will just swarm you, man. Like, the second you get up in your tree, they'll swarm you for, like, 20, 30 minutes. But, like, usually once that sun comes up and starts, like, poking up, like, they're usually gone, you know, at least for the most part. But once you get down back on the ground, oh, man, it's a frenzy, dude. So tell me, how did you get started with the Sika thing? Like, I know you're in Pennsylvania, so it's a little yeah. bit of ways away for you. How did How did that even start? Yeah, so basically, uh, just me and my buddy Jason, like I said, uh, Jason's part of the show now, but uh, yeah, basically he took me underneath his wing, and <laughs> we went down there. Last year was the first year I hunted him. We went down in the summer and scouted some of the spots like he already been to and scouted a couple more and just kind of pinned some more spots, and then we started hunting them just pretty hard. I mean, not you know, we weren't going down just every single week, but you know, when we'd go down for a day or two and if it's not right, all right, fly back home. If it's right, all right, we'll stay down there a couple more days, you know, but yeah, it's basically, basically Jason got me into it. So, okay. And so how he, yeah, how he, he got into it was, I think his, but or I, he knew he either knew about it or something. And then his buddy was like telling him about it. And he says, Oh, I want to try it. So there's like a couple, there's a couple groups on uh, Facebook, like just seek a deer hunting groups. And, uh, I think he reached out there and like posted something and some dude named uh Kurt or Curtis, something like that reached out to him and was like, Hey man, like come on down and give it a try. Like, you know, I got this private farm here. I'll take you underneath my wing for like the first hunt and, you know, kind of see how you like it. You know, that way you're not just going out in public and just <laughs> getting killed out there. He's like, why don't you just like come down here and just give her a whirl. So Jason did. And I think he shot, I believe he shot like a little stag or it might've been a hind, something like that. But then he said after that, like, in the summer, he went down to start like grinding on public land, just start pinning everything, and like you know, basically that's how it all started. So this is a true testimony to it working when you go on Facebook and say, "Hey, I'm interested in coming out here. I don't want your honey holes." But yeah, <laughs> yeah, Jason didn't Jason didn't post anything <laughs> like that. You know, like we were we would never post anything. Like that but i mean i think he was just like hey guys like how do i kind of get into the speaker stuff you know i kind of want to give it a try and you know people people replied i mean i'm sure he got a bunch of hate hateful comments don't get me wrong but like yeah there's don't get me wrong there's a couple good people left in the world you know like so isn't it funny how you can it the, like you can say the same thing in two different ways and it come across like yeah ways. way different i do the my biggest pet peeve is when people get on those like those groups and they're like hey has anyone hunted this state game land brother is it any good i'm like dude stop where should no i go one, like i hunt Pe there dude i'm not even gonna reply to you dude Just, people I don't are getting bold too they're getting freaking oh bold God, with it dude. no yeah. the dude the funniest thing is people will post pictures and then they won't even crop out their latitude or longitude oh dude my gosh. I, you know what i mean like come yes. on like, come on yeah, like it's funny. Like I've had several people do that here in the past few days. Um, there's a big, really big deer that got killed on a property that yeah. uh, on the same type property that I hunt, and so now all these people are getting on the getting on the Facebook forums. They're saying, "Hey, I'm thinking about coming over here. Uh, is it any good? Where, where, what area should I focus on?" 
I'm not asking yeah. for your honey holes, but a little help would be nice. And it's like, I just want to, I don't ever say anything, but I really want to be like, bro, stop. Yeah. Just, I know. Just stop. Yeah. But I guess maybe sometimes it can work. Yeah. Hey man, I mean, I guess <laughs> obviously it's worked. I mean, I, I guess, but yeah, yeah, it all depends on how you ask. I mean, if you ask like a total moron, you know, just give away names and locations and stuff like that, you know, no one's going to help. Like, you know, if you, it, it all depends on how you do it and how you word it. Exactly. For sure. So, so. I, as I mentioned before, you're pretty consistent yourself. Just, just speaking about, speaking about you, like, it seems like you just, you, you kind of have your system down. You know what you're looking for. You know, the types yep. of areas that you like to hunt and, and you grind out in those type of areas and, yep. and you're consistent with it. So, uh, I guess first off, Lane, how how old are you? Twenty four. So you're twenty four years old. Yeah. And far beyond most twenty four year olds when it comes to public land deer hunting. And in some states that, you know, I, I think Pennsylvania has maybe a little bit higher deer density and, and maybe better quality deer. I don't really know just based on the things that I see than Alabama, but it is I would say it could be very comparable uh, in mm-hmm. terrain, um, at least in North Alabama, in these in the foothills of the mountains. Like when I was scouting for Pennsylvania, um, a lot of the stuff looked very similar. There was a lot of clear cuts and yep. uh, really de- like nice terrain. You know, good yep. good uh, funnel type terrains, ridges, saddles. Yep. Um, things like that, things that were very similar to what I hunt here. And then I guess, you know, my, my only other real exposure to Pennsylvania hunting, um, would be as far as videos are concerned, like Bo Martonic, uh, mm-hmm. has had some stuff and a lot of, the, a lot of it looks very similar to what I hunt here in Alabama. And so I'd be curious to know, like, what are the types of areas that, that you're hunting I know you mentioned mm-hmm. that you've been hunting some more mountainous stuff here recently, uh, but what yeah. is like your go-to type area that you like to hunt? Yeah, so I mean, it, I'm kind of all over the place. I mean, I bounce around a lot. Where where we're at, like south, I guess you call it like south eastern, south central PA. It's like Lancaster County, and I live up in Lebanon, but most of the other guys live down in Lancaster. But it's like you said, all, all mountains, like kind of mountainous stuff. And then there is some like, you know, river stuff or like some water access stuff, like stuff like that. I mean, honestly, I like, I like getting away from the crowd. So like, I try to go where people aren't like the water access stuff's great. Cause like you don't run into another soul on those pieces. I mean, it's pretty good. And you just kind of, you know, tuck, tuck on the one side, tuck on the other side. Like it's not bad. And as far as, like what I'm looking for in the mountains and stuff, a lot of it is habitat diversity and a lot of it is like good terrain features too. And then like, you know, if you see a clear cut edges are great, you know, there's a lot of, um, like I said before, like mountain laurel thickets, edges of that are great. Uh, there's some pine thickets up here, you know, basically if you sit on the edge of anything like that, you're probably going to see deer. You're probably going to see deer sign and <laughs> more times than not, you're, you're going to be in deer. I've been also looking for hot, fresh sign is a really good key too. like one of my early season hunts. I, I floated into a piece 
and started walking and i mean it just did not look good at all on the one side of it so i cut more to the center of it found a real fresh scrape and uh and like a huge basically the highway you know obviously there was deer on it like you know huge deer tracks in it big deer trail had set up right on the edge of that there was some thick stuff to my east i believe and yeah i killed i killed that doe there and yeah man, just stuff that people aren't gonna hunt I mean, like, like PA gets a ton of pressure, everyone and their brother hunts, you know what I mean? So yeah. you really gotta, you really gotta be creative and do stuff that's either overlooked or going deep or stuff that no one's doing basically is how I'd be successful at it. Do you find in Pennsylvania, like, I know the hunting culture is, is pretty huge. Is it still mm-hmm. like, so it's big here too, but most of the time during archery, um, mm-hmm. Like even even if you're walking into places, you know, if you're in the heart of WMA, a lot of times during archery season, you can pretty well have it to yourself. Um, yeah, is that the case there, or is the the whole archery scene pretty still a pretty huge? Uh, group it of it is archery is pretty big thing. I mean, I had a for instance, I had on this one piece in the summer. I put a, like a bunch of conventional cameras out, and I'll check them like you know that first week of October there, and kind of just see. So I did that. I had a big 12 pointer on it, and it was basically a mountain that came up the one side, and then a huge saddle, and then a mountain that came down the other side, and like a nice ridge running right through there. So I was on the one. I was on the one mountain on the far. I believe it was the north side of it. I was on like that side of the mountain. And I went back in there. I had my camera back in there. And I got a couple nighttime pictures of them. I didn't get anything, like, during the day. Like, I mean, it was, like, first thing in the morning I got him. Like, you know, kind of, like, right at crack of dark, stuff like that. So, like, I knew he was close. And then just talking to Jason. The nice thing about, like, having a group that you kind of hunt with and, like, friends that are into hunting. Mm-hmm. And not not snakes. And you kind of bounce ideas off of them. So, like, you know, Jason's a real, real big helper for me. Like, basically, I'll call him and just be like, hey, man, like, I got a picture of a buck. Like, I want to kill this buck how would you go about it? And, you know, I'd send him like pins and stuff. And he told me, he was like, dude, he's like, you should try that other side of the mountain. He's like, I, I bet you there's sign over there. So I was like, all right. I'm, I kept in the back of my mind. I didn't do anything with it. I hunted, I hunted that side. I hunted the North side the one day I found a bed, hunted it, like didn't see anything. I saw, I think I saw like a little spike or a little four point, something like that. And then midday I was like, you know, I'm going to go hike over there. I hiked over on that. Dude, it was nuts, man. Like I cut probably like five or six scrapes just right in a row I mean, I cut, I don't, I don't know if you're following us or not on like our social media pages, but like we post a lot on the stories, or at least yeah. I do. And like, I, I posted this one huge rub, dude. I mean, like it was massive, man. I was like, all right, this is where this deer's living, obviously. So I pinned a couple spots and then that, I think it was like the next Friday I went back in there in the evening, got back and like pulled in there. Dude, there was a car sitting there and dude getting out and like getting dressed. So I was like, oh, dang it. I was like, all right, I gotta go talk to him. So I talked to him and I was like, where are you going, buddy? He's like, oh, I'm going way back in there. He's like, like real far, like a mile and a half. I'm like, all right, well, I'm gonna be up on this mountain. He's like, well, that's where I'm going. I was like, oh, he's like, but dude, don't worry. He's like, go where you want to go. He's like, you probably won't even see me. I'm like, all right, dude. So like, <laughs> I, started, I started hiking up this mountain. I started hiking up this mountain. Immediately, I get like halfway up and I just hear like, and I'm like, all right, something's coming, something's coming. So I kind of like hunker down, dude, here's a dude, all, he's wearing orange. I think it was during the muzzleloader, like overlay. Like we have like different muzzleloader seasons that pop up. So you gotta wear like orange. Dude, here comes this muzzleloader. Huh? He hangs a trail cam and he just bounces out of there. I'm like, all right, well that kind of sucks, but I'll go past him. So I went like, I went, kept going past him. I don't know if I was going past him or like where, I don't really know where he was walking, but he was walking out like the bottom side of the mountain basically. So I just went up and kept walking out. 
I probably walked like half mile, maybe three quarter of a mile. It's like one of the scrapes I was going to hunt. And I started getting set up, and all of a sudden I just hear, and I remember I had my platform on the tree, and I was like, oh, dude, there's a deer coming, there's a deer coming. I'm screwed because, like, my bow is laying on the ground. So I'm, like, hugging this tree, basically, and freaking, dude, here's here's that dude from the parking lot. He comes down, and he never even saw me. He was, like, 40 <laughs> yards. He's just, like, looking around, looking around. He, he ends up, like, walking past me. I'm like, all right, dude, I'm just going to get out of here. So I just, like, pulled all my stuff, walked down the mountain, and, like, dude, I, you won't believe how much sign I cut, like, down low. So, like, I never, like, the problem with me is I got too many spots. I just bounce around like a maniac, you know what I mean? Like, I, it's not like I'm hunting one particular deer. Like, I'm hunting all these kind of, you know, I get, I run a lot of trail camps. So, like, the second we get any deer on trail camps, all right, you know, I'm trying to hunt these deer. I'm trying to hunt that deer, you know, like, anywhere yeah. where the wind sets up for, I'm just kind of bouncing all over, which it might shoot myself in the foot. It probably has, but that's just how I've been doing it. So, after that, I just kind of got burned out of that spot. I never even hunted it again, you know what I mean? But I've seen... Like, for the most part, archery, you don't get a lot of pressure. I mean, you do. Don't get me wrong. There, there's people who hunt. But, like, the, the, it's really on the weekends that you see the pressure. Like, Friday night, Saturday, you can't hunt Sunday. So, like, that's when people are just grinding out there. But if you get if you get any time off during the week, take advantage of it. Get out there and, like, hunt. Because that is when the prime time is for public land. Uh, 100%. Dude, I have... I, I think it's public land and private land. Honestly, if somebody's got, a, if they're on a hunting club or a lease or something like that, still midday is going to be, I mean, I'm sorry, yep. midweek is going to be your best time. I have, yep. I have looked back at the majority of the bucks that I've killed. Yep. I mean, and when I say a majority, I mean the overwhelming majority of bucks that I've killed have been on Wednesday, Wednesday mornings. Really? It's, 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 to this point, it's weird. Like at yeah. this point, I feel more confident on Wednesdays than I do any other day of the week. Like it That's can be, funny, it can be like this morning we had a warm front come through. So it's like, it's been super hot winds out of the South. I don't really have any good spots for yeah. the way the, the South set the uh, wind out of the South is, um, yeah. like just a pretty terrible day. But I was like, man. Today might be it. It's Wednesday. It's Wednesday. It's <laughs> you know, <Wednesday>, baby. <laughs> uh, last Wednesday, I killed my buck last week on a Wednesday. Uh, really? That's oh yeah, funny, dude. Man. I, I mean, I would say more than more than just that. It, it's it would be the majority of deer that I've killed, not just bucks, but does mm-hmm. too. Like just deer in general. I I don't. It's we. It's really weird. And. uh and my dad even said so. Uh, well, so we were talking like last night, I think. And yeah. uh, I said, "Yeah, I'm going to go into this spot on when on, on tomorrow." And he's like, "Oh, well, you know, it's Wednesday, so it's your day." <laughs> and I was That's like, "Yeah, awesome, though, man." I mean, so I think what you're saying is absolutely true. Um, like, I I would venture to say that a, a lot of people find success on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. Um, yep a lot of your hardcore guys. Now, yep. obviously the most deer are probably killed on Saturday because that's when more people are out in the woods. Mm-hmm. Um, but your hardcore guys, I would almost venture to guess that when Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday is when they're seeing the most deer activity, um, just natural deer activity, not deer being pushed. Yep. Um, nothing like that. Like I think people, uh, when you, when deer have a time, have time to just kind of settle down, and, yep. you know, get back to their normal thing after the weekend push from 
from hunters. I th- if you can go in on those midweek days, that can be some of the no, best. No, it's fire, game. dude. It's fire. I love hunting midweek, man. Like, if, if you can do it, do it because it, it definitely pans out, you know? Sure, sure. So you're 24 years old, and yep. uh, you, you get to hunt a lot. Tell me, how are you able to hunt so much? <laughs> so uh basically i don't have like i don't have a wife i don't have a girlfriend all i got is a little dog you know what i mean so like <laughs> and i I got like i bought a house so like my mortgage payment's like dude it's peanuts man it's peanuts it's like a little over 400 bucks a month you know so like i got this i got this new job i was working at this aluminum factory this past year and dude it sucked man like it was jason got me that job so he's gonna hate when i say that but like Dude, it was, it was rough, man. It was like swing shift. All right. So like you get like, you do like, it was 12 hour shifts. So you basically do six to six, you know, 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. or 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. And then it was like fluctuating. So I'd be like three days on, like four days off, like three days on, like, you know, five days off, whatever, whatever. I forget what that thing is. And I would switch back and forth from like nights to days, nights to days, nights to days. Oh man. Dude, it was brutal, man. Like, it, I made some money, but I mean, dude, I, like, lost a good portion of my life just being stressed out and just, like, I had no summer, man. Like, I was just working. I was just grinding, you know what I mean? Just mm-hmm. trying to survive. But, yeah, then, then the fall came, and my other buddy, Tim, uh, he actually told me, he was like, hey, man, like, my buddy's, like, looking for a dude. And I, I'm an electrician, so, you know, I, I can't find jobs wherever. And, like, Lancaster, man, there's jobs. Everyone is looking for a job. You know, not looking for a job, but, like, every place. Yeah, yeah, everyone is hiring, dude. Like, it's crazy. So this dude, he was, like, some contractor. I reached out to him. He was like, yeah, man, like, you got it. And I was like, listen, dude, like, I'm a big-time hunter. Like, I want to do this YouTube thing. I told him exactly what I want to do and my goals. And he was like, dude, he was like, you don't have anything to worry about. He's like, all you got to do is tell me, like, two or three days in advance if you want off. He's like, I don't care if you take off. He's like, I don't care at all. So I was like, all right, dude, bet. Like, (laughs) we're set, man. So, like, dude, I'll probably be working here the rest of my life, man. Like, this is awesome. I've never hunted this much, man. Like, I had off from October. I think I took off October 28th to, like, November. I was supposed to be off, like, the first basically two weeks of November. But I tell you, it was it got a little bit of a warm front in uh, Ohio. It warmed up to like I think like sixty or like just mid sixties, and I was kind of blown out. And honestly, so I was just like, "Hey man, text him." I was like, "Hey dude," I was like, "Do you mind if I, you know, come back home and work for two days and head back out there?" And he's like, "And you know, finish up the rest of my week like the next week." And he's like, "Dude, I don't care at all." He's like, "Go for it." So that's what I did, man. I came home. I think Monday night came home, worked Tuesday and Wednesday and then Thursday I head back out or no what was it I forget exactly how it worked out but it was something like along those lines but yeah like it, it's kind of crazy it's kind of cool like having a job like that you know? sure like, yeah. really, really fortunate for where like if it wasn't for bosses like him man I'd be SOL man I'd be a weekend warrior just like him or I'd be just <laughs> I'd be just tired and just trying to grind through it you know but he'd be miserable man like it I don't know it's nice it's nice like having a chill job and just being relaxed and just you know enjoying the woods honestly like I've been doing that this year. Um, This is my first year being self-employed, and yeah, man, that's awesome. And it's been, it's been really great. Uh, Somebody asked me how it's going. I was like, it's going really good for me, but don't ask the clients who have had to deal with me through the month of November. And it's only going to get worse in December once our rut starts here. So, um, yeah, I'm I'm doing what I can. I did like right before. I guess it would be right before November got here. So like end of October, I guess I, yeah. I did my first trip to Kentucky, October 22nd. So it would have been like the week before that. 
Dude, I yeah. busted out so much work and got like <laughs> basically enough money so I could just not work a whole lot through November and December. Yep. And and, it, and so far it's going good. Um yep. Like I've made what made what I need to make to to survive and I've gotten to hunt like yep. it, it's been going great and I got to go to Kentucky last week. I'm headed out tomorrow. Um I hunted the last two days with very little success. Um, <laughs> but tomorrow I'll start a, uh, it's called a special opportunity hunt. So oh, really? I don't know if y'all's public lands do this or not, but like some of the WMAs out here have mm-hmm. these draw, like quota draw hunts type things. Yeah, I gotcha. So they'll have a hunt weekend where they'll open it up. So we'll hunt tomorrow. We can get in at noon and hunt through Sunday. Nice. And it's limited access. It's just me and one other guy in the unit that we're in, and then two other guys in another unit, and that's it. And I think there's only been one other hunt this year. Yeah. So I start that tomorrow. That'll be, man, I think that'll probably be, until I'm tagged out and I'm just trying to kill does, um, that'll probably be my last bow hunt, my last archery hunt for the season. Man, that's bad. Um, it, eh, it is, but uh, like, it's, it's fun shooting them too. It's fun shooting them with a the gun. I but. love rifle hunting. It is so much fun. And like I said, like like for most people, the the thrill of archery is getting the deer close, right? Mm-hmm. Like like you want to get that deer right up there in your business. Like that's yep. the challenge of it is getting the deer right there. But the way that I hunt them with a rifle is no different than I like. I have like maybe two spots that I deer hunt mm. with a rifle that, you know, I'm set up to shoot one out to, you know, 75 yards or so. Yeah. But dang, that's still that's still tight though, man. 75 yards, like oh, out yeah. out here, like it's it's a little different. I mean, you ain't gonna take you know a thousand yard shot out here, but I mean, dude, like. You could easily set up in a in a cornfield or something like that, or even like a swamp bottom, probably get like 150, 200 yard shot, maybe 300 yard shot. You know? No, I've never. I'll bet you I've never shot a deer over 150 yards. Dang, that's wicked, man. I would be that's surprised wicked. if I've ever shot a deer over 150 yards. Yeah, like, I got you. And honestly, at that distance, <laughs> this sounds stupid, and a lot of gun guys are probably gonna think uh, <laughs> that I'm dumb, but. I'm just not that confident with a rifle, <laughs> like to shoot really to 150. No, I don't feel like. I mean, I, I I just feel like that's just asking for a miss to shoot yeah. to shoot those long range shots like that. Um, yeah. And aside from that, like we don't have a lot of places. There's not a lot of places I can sight in a gun for that far out here. Yeah. Like, um, we have a, there's an indoor rifle range down the road that goes out to a hundred yards and uh, I take mine there at the beginning of every season and mm-hmm. I'll side it in to a hundred. But mm-hmm. um, I mean, most guys are just going out in Bubba's backyard and shooting at 50 yep. and calling it good. Yeah. Free handed you know? too. Yeah. Yep. Free handed. I mean, that's the way, it, that's the way it, most people do it. Yep. But I, like for me, rifle hunting is so much fun still because I still am getting right up in their business. Most yeah, of the time. That's cool. Like like last year I shot one buck with a rifle last year 
and mm-hmm. I shot. He it was closer than any of my archery shots. Like, wow! <laughs> I shot three bucks in Alabama last year. The one that I shot in with a rifle was, I mean, freaking right there. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, like I could I could have shot him with a bow, and I probably would have made a better shot on him with a bow. To be honest with you. Um, yeah. So I mean, like, like there is a little advantage to it, you know, when a deer gets to fifty or yeah. sixty yards, you can mm-hmm. pretty oh, yeah. easily pretty easily kill him. The hunt's pretty much over. Yeah. But the yeah. benefit for me, like, and also for me, I grew up in Texas, so I grew up with a with a hunting with a rifle. Like, and, yeah, and I when I wasn't in Texas, I was here in Alabama, and the the tradition, the the gun hunting tradition, is just pretty rich out here you know because yeah. our rifle seasons are so liberal and they're so long like yep. ours opened uh i'm sorry what's today november the 6th is when our rifle season opened and we'll get to wow. hunt we'll get to hunt rifle until like january 31st or february I, in other parts of the state i can hunt till february 10th with Dang, a rifle, man. I mean, it's that's just, wicked. It's long, and so most people, yeah. that's just how they've always hunted. Yeah, is, I got is with you. a rifle, and bow hunting is great, and it gives you more time to hunt. But I mean, dude, I remember a time in my life where November, you know, this time of the year was the opener. Like, yeah, I didn't know anything about bow hunting. Yeah, it's just it's just kind of the way I was raised. It's the way a lot of people in the South are raised. And that's why yeah. you find, like, even when you see a lot of creators um, mm-hmm. out of the South, you know, they don't really follow the same, like, bow-only type mindset is because, yeah, I mean, they just weren't raised that way. Like, in Iowa, or even Pennsylvania, I'm sure, yeah. or uh, Michigan, you know, a lot of the northern states, Kentucky, they get maybe yep. a, w- a week or two of gun season. Yep, that's all we get. You know. Two weeks. Two weeks of gun season, so yeah, you have to if you want to hunt for any amount of time, you have to hunt with a bow. Yeah, you've got to learn how to do that. Otherwise, you're just you're going to have two weeks out of the year to to hunt. Yeah, that just that don't sound like any fun to anybody. No, I don't. That don't sound like no fun. I would be. I honestly, I would be okay if they shortened our rifle season and made archery, you know, made archery a little bit longer. I wouldn't be against that but man i do love i love gun hunting i had i got some negative feedback the other day not negative but not like it it, it definitely wasn't positive i posted a picture on instagram and i Mm -hmm. said uh going into my last bow hunt of the season and i'm gonna enlist in the orange army and i had a guy that's like it doesn't take any skill to kill a deer with a rifle (laughs) oh i was like all right bubba come out come on Come on out here. Yeah. See what you think about that. It's going to take yeah. skill for you to find a doe. <laughs> like. Yeah. So. Yep. I mean, and and realistically, like, who the freak cares? <laughs> yeah. I don't, like, yeah, it doesn't matter. I love, dude, it's so funny when you get these comments because it's like, all right, dude. Like, except, like, like I said before about, like, the Sika stuff, like, dude, all these private land dudes who own, who own land down there all they do is just go sit out over their corn pile, you know what I mean? And their elevated blind and, you know, get cell cam pictures of these deer. Like, Oh, well, I'm going to go out there. I think he's going to be in there. You know what I mean? And it's yeah. like, 
Like that, that dude that I said comment, dude, I guarantee you that's what that dude is doing. You know what I mean? Taking his little Argo six by six or whatever out there, walking 150 yards to the stand, just hopping in it, you know, refreshing his corn pile once a month, whatever it is. Like, dude, it's like, it's crazy how like, you know, people comment and they're like, dude, you have no idea what it's like to be us, like hunting on public land, doing stuff like we're doing, you know, you have no room to talk, but they still want to comment. They still want to say stuff, but oh, yeah. whatever, man, it don't, it don't bother me. Negative comments. My mommy or my dad used to say, "At least they're talking about you." <laughs> you know, bad. Yep, yep. Publicity is still publicity, right? Yep. Bad press is still press. So exactly. You know, it is what it is. So you got any nope. other any other plans going into the rest of the season? Uh, trying to fill my PA tag now, man. My Ohio tag's filled, and basically focusing on PF. I filled my PA tag. I got my. I started my season down in Delaware, I think on like September 1st. I still got my Delaware buck tag. So maybe go down there. Maybe maybe hit Maryland. Maryland's like a three buck state. So you already, you killed bucks. another buck early this season, like a, kind of a goofy buck, right? Yeah, it was a it wasn't like anything huge, but I mean, I just shot it off the ground, which is my first like ground on the ground buck. You know what I mean? That's pretty cool. cool but what? now is that yeah, PA? Bo- no, that was Maryland. That was Maryland. Yeah, okay. PA is only a one buck. Yeah, PA is only a one buck state. So. Maryland is like Maryland's like dude, like basically like Alabama. You got three buck tags. Well, I think it's two buck tags, but you can buy your uh, additional buck tag, I believe. So okay. I bought that. I I buy that every single year. But yeah, it's like unlimited does or something like twenty one does a season, something like that. But yeah, <laughs> man, like Maryland, you just wear them out. You know what I mean? In PA and Ohio, it's like a little bit more relaxed well heck dude uh, ohio for a deer tag like 80 some bucks so like you know if you want to shoot a doe it's basically 80 some bucks like a doe tag on top of your hunting license you know what i mean so it's not really they're not yeah they're not cheap deer you know like Dang. pa yeah pa is like i think for a doe tag like for a resident like 670 or something like that or 690 Holy and then cow. for non-res yeah so i mean it's not bad you know what i mean like that's dirt cheap but you can only shoot i think you can shoot last year you could shoot three does I think this year they like increased it. So like basically we go by like YMUs. So like once a YMU doe tags are sold out, like that's it. But this year they made a law where like any unsold doe tags after, I think it was like sometime in August or like late July, you could just go to the courthouse and buy like all the rest of your doe tags if you wanted. So like all the units that never sold out before, like uh, what was it? Like five C, five D, five, even five B dude, like, they just got eaten up this year. So I don't even think there's any like doe tags even left, like any in the state, you know what I mean? Cause one, once like, once it turned, once it went past those days, everyone just rushed in there and just bought, 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 bought doe tags. So like, really? you know, yeah. So like you can, I only got, I think I got two, I got, I filled one of them. So now I got one doe tag left, but Dang. yeah. Yeah. Well, so, it sounds, dude, what, sounds... what do you think? Would you rather, quick question for you. Would you rather Alabama be like oh, a one buck state or are you, are you happy at the three buck state? I don't know. I mean, I don't know. My my wife yeah. would probably rather it be a one buck state. <laughs> um, is that a good answer? <laughs> like, I, I love no, that. I, I, I love know. killing three bucks. Uh, like, oh yeah, I bet, man. But it it is like there is some value, I think, for like guys in Kentucky when they shoot a buck. Mm-hmm. It's like, all right, I can rest. You know. Yep. Yeah. Um, but we all know too, that nobody ever really rested. It don't take very long for you to get the itch again. And oh no, man. It's, yeah. it's, it's only a, a short window. We get to do this, you know what yeah. I mean? So you might as well grind through it and just the rest of the year be miserable. You know what I mean? Like, 
<laughs> That's one way to put it. Um, yeah. And probably for a guy who's not married and doesn't have kids, uh, yep. that's probably it. Like, just be miserable the rest of the time. Um, yeah, man, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm like, I'm hanging out with friends and stuff. But I mean, dude, <laughs> it's not the same just grinding through the deer woods. Like, come on, yeah. man. I love that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, man. I mean, like, you, you're you in a cool – you really are in a cool situation. And I'm, I'd imagine a lot of listeners are super jealous of you right now. Um, you, you got a, a neat – a good job, you know, a flexible job. You got yep. a house with a cheap mortgage. Um, yep. What I'm imagining is it's probably probably in a mansion or anything, but it's a place nah, for you it's to... It's like 1,900, yeah, it's 1,900 square foot. I mean, it was built in like 1905. It's an old farmhouse. I mean, it ain't bad. Yeah, know, it's a place for you to live. And, yep, um, rest my head and that's about it. <laughs> most people, when they were your age, if they weren't already married, they were trying to get married. You know, and they were, yeah. they, they weren't thinking about, like, I know so many hunters, like so many, like pretty hardcore deer hunters that didn't start doing it until basically after they got married, like as adults, it's like yeah. he, a lot of guys hit a point where, you know, they do, and this isn't anything against wives or families or kids or anything like that, but they need yeah. something, you know, they need yeah. something that they can do for themselves and and to get away and so they they choose things like like hunting or golf or whatever um but like you're you're in a really neat situation for yourself to be able to kind of live this lifestyle and set yourself up for the lifestyle that you want to have as a as a hardcore deer hunter and so man kudos to you on that on setting up your life to be able to do that i know a lot of people probably would have done things differently if they if they could go back and do it again and you're just kind of out there doing it. And I think that's, yeah. I think that's super cool. And, and pursuing it through, you know, film and creative uh, outlets, man, it's just, just really cool. And not just putting out like decent videos, you're putting out really, really, really good videos, um, engaging and, from what I understand, you you did an internship with the Untamed, right? Yeah, yep. So, kind of is that kind of a thing that you did where you you kind of learned the whole story process and creating a storyline and and doing yeah, a lot of the editing. Oh yeah, like it before that, I was like always into it. Like I remember, I remember like I, in middle school, like me and Alex, like that was my like one of my best friends, Alex Anthony. He's like kind of he's part of the show too. Okay. But, uh, yeah, he, like, uh, in middle school, I remember picking up, like, one of those Canon, like, point-and-shoot cannons, or, uh, cameras, you know what I'm talking yeah. about? Like, the ones with, like, when you turn it on, like, the lens would pop out the front, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. It's, like, yeah, I mean, like, basically, that's all we had, and I remember just being, like, Arrow Affliction on Outdoor Channel were, like, real huge at that time, or at least with us, so, like, dude, that's all we were trying to be. We were just out there just videoing anything. Like, I mean, we were in middle school, so, like, you know, we're shooting like little Tweety birds with our BB gun stuff like that, just videoing it. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, so, thinking totally, we're just so totally cool. illegal. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, definitely, we definitely killed. Probably, yeah, I don't know if I should be saying this, but yeah, we definitely did not back then. You know how it is, like oh, yeah. it's just killing anything, anything basically. But yeah, I mean, like it was just fun, man. Like, I, you know, just kind of that stuff. And I remember, like, we had like we both made shows. I think Alex's was like full throttle or something like that. I don't even know what mine was called at the time. And then freaking like, we like basically in middle school, we went to the, we went to high school and we didn't really do anything with it at all. Like just nothing. I remember being like, it'd be kind of cool, but I 
like my where I went to high school at Mannheim Central, they had some uh, film classes and like some photography classes and like editing classes. So I took all that and then kind of like just learned everything, you know. So I could kind of I was kind of good on a computer, you know what I mean. And then sure. one Christmas, one Christmas, I believe it was like the Christmas I got out of high school. My mom bought me a uh, DSLR camera, like one of those Canon. I think it was like a T5. And I was like, she was like, you should try to film some hunts with it. And I was like, huh, yeah, maybe I should. And I went up to, there's like the Great American Outdoor Show back in the day. It used to be called, I think, like the Harrisburg Sportsman Show or something like that. So we went up there, and there was like one booth there selling like camera arms. So I bought a camera arm. Then I went down to Jersey that following year, and I shot a doe on film. Like I just self-filmed it, and I was like, dude this is sweet man like all i got was just a shot i didn't even get the recovery i didn't get anything dude like i didn't you know how it is like, <laughs> yeah. starting out. like you don't know anything it's like all i got was just the actual dough just getting shot and that was it and i was like dude this is freaking cool man i think we can do this so i remember coming right home and telling alex and like alex was like yeah dude i actually kind of want i was thinking about it dude I'm a, i'll buy a camera too so he went on amazon bought it i think he bought the same camera i had and then that spring, we went out and we filmed a turkey hunt out in Ohio. Alex was Alex was hunting turkey, and I was just filming him. So he shot one with his bow, and I got it on video. And dude, it was like the worst video ever. Like I'm mean, just shaky, you know what I mean? Like like I mean, we were we we're getting video. Don't get me wrong, and we got that one up on the channel. It was like it's our very first video, and like I mean, I remember like coming back home just being like, man, this is the coolest thing ever. Like we're killing it, you know what I mean? And then showing some of our buddies, and they're just like dude this sucks man i'm like what what are you talking about you know but like yeah just but basically just trial and error like that's how it all started you know we got our beginning seasons i think i think our first video we posted like 2017 or 2018 i mean like dude it was like i said it was terrible you know and then after that i think we had like two three seasons where like it was just basically me and alex i mean dude it just sucked you know what i mean and then i did the, i did i was like always learning like always like you know always improving you know but uh then I got a Canon, well, I think it was like an XA20, and that's when it like really started, like video quality started getting better, better, yeah. you know, and then, and then I did the internship with the Untamed, and just basically just kind of learned like, all right, how to run a YouTube channel, you know, you got to post stuff like as it happens, like one of the problems starting out is like we just did it all, and then it would take us just months to edit, or me just months to edit, and then like I'd post it in like the middle of summer. Dude, no one cares about deer hunting or turkey hunting in the middle of summer. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, we, we didn't get any views whatsoever. Like, just nothing. Like, I remember well, last year, like, I get what would it be. Last year we, was when we started, like, really just pounding out the content. And I got back from the Untamed. And I kind of, I was kind of burned out, honestly, from filming everything. And I was just like, all right, well, I'm going to take a couple months off. Took a couple months off. And I killed a, I killed a buck in PA and rifle season with my bow on like one of those floating in pieces. So I had that, I, I edited it and then put it out and it got like, I think it got like 2000 views or something like that within like, I was like two weeks or something like that. And I was like, all right, dude, I was like, I think we got a little potential. So I was like, it's kind of cool. Like, you know, I think I'm editing good. Like I kind of, kind of getting my feet wet, like not my feet wet, but I kind of know kind of what to do now. You know, it's not just like yeah. a total just shot in the dark. So like I talked to, that's when I started talking to like Jason or whatever. And I was like, dude, we should like kind of start filming hunts. Like you guys should get cameras and start like actually taking it serious. And he's like, oh dude, no, God, I will, I will. So like we filmed our first, I think we started putting out content. Like basically every single week we're trying to put out a video, you know what I mean? That's, that's yeah. kind of what we're shooting for every, every a video a week or two videos a week. But yeah, man, that's, that's kind of how it just all started, you know, just one thing led to another. And now here we are like before Jason, all of them, I think we had like 
a hundred some subscribers on YouTube. Dude, now we got like I think last I checked it was like two point five K. You know what I mean? So like yeah. we're definitely we're definitely doing something right and people are liking it. People are liking what they see. I mean I'm hoping people are liking what they see, you know, and then we just try to show everything how it is, try to be educational and just, you know, take everyone along on the adventure. So That's awesome, man. Y'all are doing a great job. And it's uh I mean I know November's almost over, but I feel yeah, like it sucks. as long as uh, as long as you still got tags in your pocket, you're gonna be out there trying. So, oh yeah, um, man. You know, you know us. If we, I mean, dude, we got so many videos right now. Like, I've been just not even <laughs> editing and just hunting, dude. And it's been like, dude, uh, it's been a wreck. Like, we got, I don't even know, man. We got tons of videos to put out. Like, it's tough. Like, I I understand people who wait a year before putting out stuff and they just put it all out the next season. Like yep. I've I'm I've got two videos right now that I'm working on. Mm-hmm. Uh well one video that I'm working on and another one that I have to do after that. Uh and I, like I thought being self employed that I would be like just right on top of it with editing and what I found yeah. was it was a whole lot easier to edit on days when I had to work. Yep. You know, and I can't yep. go hunt. Now I'm just like, eh, I kind of just rather go hunt than edit. I know, I know. <laughs> and then when you get home from hunting, dude, the last thing I want to do is sit on my computer from like 6 to 10 until I go to bed. Like, that's the last yeah. thing I want to do. Yep. You know what I mean? So, like, it, it's rough. But, yeah, I mean, it's it's a grind, man. It's a grind. but It's fun. It's, yeah, it's, it is. It's worth it's, it. It's fun. Oh, yeah. It's, dude, it's fun being creative, man. Like, just doing creative stuff and just getting your brain, like, just flowing. Like, it's cool. Because, like, you can basically, I mean, you know how it is, but, like, anyone who's listening to this might not. But, like, you know, you can shape a story or make a story however you want it, basically. You know, mm-hmm. like, it's kind of cool. And even while you're videoing it, like, I know we were talking about this in the summer and stuff. Like, you know, you can kind of just see how, like, I know what shots I need to get or how I kind of want to turn the video. You know what I mean? Or, yeah. like, make the video, like, how it's going. Like, it's once you start doing it and just doing it more and start improving and getting better, it's just it just starts constantly growing, constantly growing. So, heck yeah. Well, in the presence outdoors was was what people need to search on YouTube to find some of this stuff that we've been talking about. But uh, Lane, dude, I appreciate you coming on. And uh, even though it's November and it's hard to find a guest during the month of November, uh, I appreciate you coming on last minute and. Uh, talking to us for a little bit yeah buddy yeah do you try to come up next year and let's hunt together either float in peace and pa or maybe try to seek a thing if you want i'm down so, i'm down yeah, buddy we'll, we'll, we'll stay in that. contact yeah absolutely. we'll stay in contact yeah. absolutely thank you all so much for listening to this week's episode of the southern ground hunting podcast as always a big shout out to all of our partners that's go wild spartan forge tethered new canoe and scree gear You can keep up with Southern Ground Hunting by following us on Facebook and Instagram, or you can subscribe to us on the YouTube channel. And make sure you check out southerngroundhunting.com to pick up some of our merch, hats, t-shirts, stickers, stuff like that. I truly hope you enjoyed this week's episode, and we'll see you here again next week. Remember this, God gave you dominion over the birds of the air, the fish of the sea, and the beasts of the earth. So go out and exercise that dominion. We'll talk to you next time.